It is a fun Friday slate. We're done with that four-game nonsense. We're here on the Sportsline DFS podcast. Monster slate. It's going to be a monster night of winning money. Mike McClure. Going to be a big one. Uh, a lot a lot of games here. 15 games. I uh, got a little bit of weather that we have to worry about that's really going to help one of these teams hit the ball very well tonight. And, yeah, it's a really, really fun slate. A lot of, you know, there's not really many aces on the slate for 15 games, though, It's in terms of the starting pitching. Oh, there's a lot of bad starters. I think the fun part about this slate is there's also a lot of pitchers that have either been bad recently or we didn't think were very good but have been good recently, and parsing those mid-range pitchers will be the key to victory. You said there's an environment that's really going – well, you said two things. First off, you said there's a little bit of weather. I think there's a little bit of weather always. There's always weather. There is some good hitting weather, and yes, I'm being a pedant, and I'm sorry. Yankees implied for 6.2 runs. Not only do they have Josh Tomlin on the hill, not only are they playing in that band box of a ballpark, but they have a 14-mile-per-hour wind projected blowing out to left center. And it's going to be above 80 degrees in New York tonight here. Uh, it's very, very warm uh, air density is very low for this time of year. The ball is going to travel very well out of that stadium. Uh, there will be dongs caught at Yankee Stadium tonight. I believe the next highest run total for the night is a team going against, nope, not quite. Houston Astros are next at 5.3 runs, tied with the Oakland Athletics. Astros going up against Chris Medlin, just called up by the Diamondbacks in the humidor environment. That will be interesting. Athletics face Andrew Kashner. We know how we feel about Andrew Kashner on this show. And then the interesting one, the Boston Red Sox against Bartolo. We don't play Bartolo generally, but I don't, I don't know really like stacking against him either. He's crafty. He is very crafty. I mean, he carried what a perfect game or a no hitter into the seventh or, or no, the eighth against the Astros earlier this year. Um, you know, it makes sense that you would want to pick on Bartolo, but he does tend to be crafty. Uh, I do think the Red Sox probably fall behind the Athletics and the Astros for me tonight. You love the Athletics. And they have been, you've been right so far. I don't really love the Athletics as much as you do, but it's Andrew Kashner, and I love stacking anyone against Andrew Kashner almost as much as Mike loves BVP. I love me some BVP. We've got 15 games, so you got to have some good num- numbers for me today here. Come on. Justin Upton, 9 for 20 with a 1226 OPS and 21 plate appearances against Mike Leake. I'll be honest, it's kind of a disappointing night for BVP in terms of the number of plate appearances we get. I've got a really fun one for you, though. Brandon Crawford. 1872 OPS. He has three home runs and 13 plate appearances against Mike Fultonevich. Wow. That's, uh, that's interesting. You'll definitely keep that in mind if you're looking for a punt, uh, at shortstop tonight. And then also Brandon Belt. I, I think the key of this is don't play Mike Fultonevich. Brandon Belt, five for 12 with three dongs himself against Fulte. Yeah. Another, uh, another lefty that, you know, look, it kind of makes sense. Fulty's kind of struggled with lefties at times. Both of those guys do have pop, uh, you know, when they're healthy and playing well. So I, you know, I like both of those guys. A couple of points here. Looks like, uh, CC Sabathia kind of owns the Indians, which 
I mean, whatever. Michael Brantley, one for 13, no extra base hits, six strikeouts against Sabathia. Jason Kipnis, two for 11, four strikeouts against Sabathia. You had said something earlier that you could play five Yankees if you use CC Sabathia. We don't think that's necessarily a good idea. White Sox batters, nine for 83, 345 OPS against Jose Barrios. And then this is just kind of a sad one. Francisco Liriano owns the Royals. That's, yeah, that's sad. That's sad. They, they have combined 171 plate appearances against Liriano on, in their lineup. Wow. With a 200 batting average and a 302 slug. Woo. Wow. So are you going to punt with Liriano tonight is the question. Um, maybe. <laughs> The Royals are really, really not good, but, uh, yeah, you know, after hearing some of those numbers, I might actually consider using a little BVP tonight. I kind of like Jorge Soler still. He's just been destroying left-handed pitching so far this year, and he's shown good plate discipline, which you need against Liriano because he throws so few strikes. Now, listen, I'm not as experienced of a host as the great Adam Azer, and sometimes I bury the lead. I feel like I did it in this moment. Nelson Cruz, dong chaser. You can always trust Nelson Cruz. Awful lefty. I'm back on the board. Back on the board with Nelson Cruz. I'm not mad because I played some Nelson Cruz last night. I I didn't catch a dong with Mike Trout, but he put up more than a dong's worth of fantasy points, so I was more than happy with that. I'm going to brag on myself just a little bit because I I have criticized myself for being so terrible at small slates in the past, and that was just a factual statement. I am. I did not have a lineup last night that didn't cash. Yeah, last night was an absolutely great night, really, for a four-game slate. And a lot of it was due to you calling Nelson Cruz on Dong Chasers. You're so kind. Let's talk a little bit about Dong Chasers. I am now in third place, not in last anymore. That goes to Adam Azer. Chris Tower still in first, but he hasn't played the last two days. Mike, you are in second. I get the first pick. It was funny. Adam sends us a text with his preferred list of dongs to chase tonight. I took his first choice. I think you took his second choice. I'm going with Aaron Judge against Josh Tomlin. You've got to have the Yankees in your lineup. Got to get those Yankees in there. Judge would have been my first choice, uh, but I knew you were going to go that way. So I went with Gary Sanchez. Um, I you know, I think that Giancarlo Stanton is probably a good choice too, but I went with Gary Sanchez here. I think that this is a really good spot for him. Uh, you know, The wind is certainly going to help. You know, we've already talked about really the weather and wind there, but Josh Tomlin, it doesn't matter if the wind was blowing in 10 miles per hour. I'm still taking Gary Sanchez tonight. Yeah, can I talk about the mistake I made? What, telling I, us your picks yeah, beforehand? Yeah, I, I thought you guys had had integrity and you weren't going to just take my picks, but you did. You, you stole them right from me. Well, the mistake you made was thinking we had integrity. <laughs> exactly. That was the mistake I made. Also, you, it's not really fair to call me last place we haven't addressed this, but clearly Scott White is just no longer participating in Dog Chasers. Well, I, hey, I sucked it up yesterday and said I was in last place, even though, yes, Scott just quit and is no longer playing. So he will forever be in last place. Yeah, unless that's, one of us goes like a month without a dog. Yeah, we can never be in last place. Thank you, Scott. I took Didi, so, by the way. You're taking Didi? Yeah. Now, Mike, you said when we were talking about this, when Adam sent his list, I will have Sanchez, Judge, and Stanton in all my DraftKings lineups. Yes, my plan is to play Stanton, Judge, and Sanchez in all of my DraftKings lineups. We are going to play some cheap pitchers. Let's take a look at starting pitcher Garrett Cole. 
$12,400 on DraftKings, the most expensive pitcher on both slates at Arizona. It sounds like you're not playing him tonight. Yeah, I don't think I'll be paying up for Garrett Cole tonight. Uh, definitely not on DraftKings. I, you know, I might have one Garrett Cole lineup on FanDuel, uh, but it won't be my primary lineup by any means. Um, I just, I can't get there on the price point tonight. And I, you know, I'm going to live or die with the New York Yankees tonight because this is literally the best hitting environment outside of Coors Field that we have seen so far this season and probably one of the best that we will see, you know, all season when you factor in the matchup. Now, I think it's a good point to bring up when you say hitting environment. There is a game with a couple of cheap pitchers, Joey Lucchese against Walker Bueller. Shows up on the schedule as Los Angeles at San Diego. The game is not in San Diego. It's in Monterey, Mexico. I do not know very much about this park at all. I know it's 325 to both of the corners. It's 405 to dead center. Sounds like a smallish park. This is not Mexico City. So it's not like Coors Field where it's a mile above sea level. It's about 1,700 feet above sea level. Do we expect this to be a positive hitting environment tonight? Um, I, I think it's going to be pretty neutral. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it might fall in as like maybe a, a top 10 to 12 environment of like all major league stadiums. Uh, but the weather at 54 degrees and the wind blowing in from dead center around 10 to 12 miles per hour uh, is certainly going to neutralize some of that minor altitude bump that they're getting over like a normal sea level stadium in the U.S. Uh, so I, I'm not treating it as like an extreme hitting environment. Okay. So we talked about the elite starting pitchers before we get to the cheap pitchers, because there's a bunch of them that I think we will have to consider tonight. I'll give you my contrarian starting pitcher of the night. I got into a fight on the fantasy baseball podcast with Scott White talking about the Colorado Rockies offense. I said they were a bad offense. Scott disagreed. I still think they're a bad offense. They have been a bad offense on the road this year, 27th best in baseball in terms of WOBA. They have an even lower WOBA against right-handed pitchers. I'm going with Zach Wheeler as my contrarian starting pitcher of the day. I, I like that a lot, and I do think one reason why it'll be pretty contrarian is the fact that that game is also in New York, and the stadium is oriented similarly. So we do have wind blowing out. Also going to be 80 degrees. So I think the weather's going to make him even more contrarian than normal. Uh, but I do like it a lot. He rates very, very well in my models today. Do you like him better on DraftKings or FanDuel? I want to put him in one of our two lineups for the show. We won't do both. He's 6,100 on FanDuel, but you can only use one pitcher there. So it feels a little more risky. Yeah, I think I prefer him on DraftKings. Uh, just knowing that you only, you know, you get two starting pitchers there. Like you said, uh, I, I think he makes more sense on DraftKings. There's only one ace on the slate. I've given my contrarian starting pitcher. Give me who you think the top pitcher is other than Cole, regardless of price, and then who is your favorite pitcher on the slate? Uh, that's the same person, and he is the second ace on the slate, and that is Jose Barrios. He is definitely an ace, despite negative six fantasy points in his last start. I almost chose Barrios as my contrarian pitcher of the day, and I was afraid that too many people were going to play him. It wouldn't be contrarious. I am happy to lock him in both on FanDuel and on DraftKings, though. You look at his strikeout percentage, his walk percentage, his Sierra. They are all career bests. I hope that his most recent performance, and really his most two recent performances, will drive that ownership down just a little bit. I hope that it does. I, I really i am projecting him to be the chalk, unfortunately. Uh, you know, Two matchups, you know, early in the season, he's already played this White Sox team. 39.4 DraftKings points with 11 strikeouts. Uh, 
people seeing that, that's going to be more than enough to really bump the ownership up and then Garrett Cole's price. So he's probably going to be pretty chalky, but I'm going to have all of the Jose Barrios tonight. So we're starting our FanDuel lineup off with Jose Barrios, Gary Sanchez, and Aaron Judge. Over on DraftKings, we'll start off with Wheeler, Barrios, Sanchez, Judge, and Stanton. Before we get to the hitters, though, and before we get to building our lineups, I know we like Wheeler as a contrarian. We like Barrios as the chalk. There are other pitchers on this slate, though, I think we should probably talk about. Bueller and Lucchese are a pair of them. This Dodgers lineup I don't think is very good without Corey Seager and Yasiel Puig. Their best hitter, Cody Bellinger, is a lefty. So is Lucchese. I've got a little bit of interest in him. Oh, yeah, I have a lot of interest in both of those guys. Um, you know, the, the only, like, real knock that I have on either one of those guys is just the fact that they're not pitching in an environment maybe that they've ever pitched in before or that they're really comfortable with. Uh, I, you know, I don't know how much that matters. I Maybe it does a little bit more with some of these younger guys like this, uh, but that's really my only knock on them. I, other than that, I have a lot of interest in both of them. I think there's big upside with on both sides of that game. And I do think that plays both ways because, I mean, you hear people talk about the batter's eye and in different stadiums, the backdrop behind the pitcher looks different. This will be a backdrop they've never seen before for the hitters. So that, that could work in the pitcher's favor as well. And then there's another game. I, I think the most interesting pitchers are, are largely pick, pitching against each other. There's another game with pitchers that are not young. And so we don't view them as exciting, but they're both cheaper than Bueller and Lucchese. And that's Miles Michaelis against Jose Quintana in St. Louis, which is generally a pretty good pitching environment. Yeah, those are both guys that I would be using like as far as pivots away from those. Or, you know, another guy I think that might have some ownership tonight would be Garrett Richards for the Angels. I do think that uh, Quintana, you know, is certainly going to be someone that's a good pivot there. And Michaelis, too. I think that those guys are both great pivots from Garrett Richards, who I'm projecting to be a little more chalky than either of those two guys. Okay, we can move on to the hitters now. Is it just I'm playing Gary Sanchez at catcher? Don't try to talk to me about anyone else? Uh, for me, it is. Uh, just, again, can't stress enough how good this hitting environment is. And I know you've heard me say this before with the Chicago Cubs uh, earlier in the week. But this is a really, really strong environment for the New York Yankees tonight. And, you know, in terms of catcher in the matchups tonight, I think it's pretty clearly Gary Sanchez. If I was looking for a cheap catcher, I would hope that Tyler Flowers gets the start tonight. Suzuki's still starting more often than Flowers is. And for that reason, and because he was on the DL for so long, he's just 2,600 on DraftKings against Chris Stratton. I think Flowers is probably my favorite punt, at least right now. Uh, yeah, I like Flowers as a punt. And then the, the only, there's two others that I will mention if for some reason we, you know, you want to build lineups without the Yankees or Sanchez. Uh, Devin Mezzarocco, left-handed. You know, he gets a left-handed pitcher in Wei-Yin Chen. Good matchup at 2,900. And then also Jason Castro, probably going to be in the lineup for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, it's a good matchup against Carson Fulmer at only 2,400. I want to talk to you real quick before we go through the rest of the positions, because this will impact how we handle the rest of the lineup. I have a couple of contrarian hitters, and you can, of course, get these on sportsline.com. If you wait until about 5 o'clock in the evening, you can also get my contrarian lineup a little closer to lock. You'll get Mike's optimal lineup. I think both did very well last night. Travis Shaw left his last game with a foot injury. He said he was fine. He was hopeful he'd be in the lineup tonight. If he is in the lineup, he's got 38 plate appearances at home this year against a righty. 
three home runs and a 12.33 OPS. I think with that foot injury combined with Kingham's really kind of fluky but incredible debut, Shaw will be below 5% owned tonight. Yeah, I'm not projecting much ownership for him at all. Uh, you know, again, for the reasons you mentioned and just the simple fact that we have 15 games to pick from here. Uh, in that price point, there's a number of guys that are in good spots there. Uh, so I like it a lot. I think he's one of the best contrarian plays on the entire slate. And then the other one, Derek Dietrich going up against Sal Romano. Romano's given up a 345 Woba to lefties in his career. Dietrich has a 332 Woba against righties. He's only $3,000 in the outfield. You may have, on DraftKings, you may have an outfield punt you like better than Dietrich, but he's my favorite, and I don't expect a lot of ownership for him. Uh, yeah, no, I think that that's one of the better outfield punts at this point in the day. Um, you know, it's just, again, 15 games, you just really got to be sensitive to the lineups that come out. Uh, but he's certainly at the top along with guys like Matt Joyce and then Brett Gardner. I'm still calling a punt because he's $3,500 and leading off. But, yeah, there, there's, uh, there's good value with Derek Dietrich for sure. Let's start at first base on FanDuel because you said you're going to play Gary Sanchez, Aaron Judge, and Giancarlo Stanton in all your DraftKings lineups. The difficult thing with Sanchez, of course, is that he's catcher slash first base on FanDuel like they all are. And so he is grouped in there with Freddie Freeman, Joey Votto, Hanley Ramirez, Anthony Rizzo, Paul Goldschmidt, and he's the third most expensive catcher slash first baseman on the slate. Is he still close to an auto play for you on FanDuel? Um. The only right now he is the only scenario in which he would become not an auto play for me would be if Neil Walker got the start for the New York Yankees because he is the bare minimum two thousand on FanDuel and I still might play both because of the utility spot but I'm going to probably prioritize the minimum salary player in that environment. Absolutely. Now on DraftKings, I, we're going to have to start saving money and fast. We've got thirty five hundred remaining. Per player, we're not going to be able to play an elite first baseman. Freddie Freeman against Chris Stroughton, who I do think will have quite a bit of ownership tonight, not a possibility. E5 against lefty CC Sabathia after he awoke for his slumber. In this lineup, you're not going to be able to do it. So what are you looking at at first base as far as the cheaper options? I'm looking at another elite first baseman. This is the uh, Chris Towers coming out in me here, but Justin Bohr. On the road against Sal Romano, great park shift at Great American Ballpark. Uh, you just talked about Romano's struggles. He does not strike out anyone, and I, I think the Boar is pretty clearly my number one first baseman on DraftKings tonight. 3,500 on DraftKings, and I feel like Boar and Dietrich are going to be close enough together in the lineup that I like putting both of those guys into our DraftKings lineup. I like it a lot. So we just have second base, third base, and shortstop left on DraftKings now. Judge, Stanton, and Dietrich in the outfield. Is there a middle infield punt, either at second or short, that you're excited about tonight? Uh, yeah, one of them. Again, we're going to be focusing on that same team, same environment. Miguel Rojas is the guy that uh, I have plugged in at shortstop at this point. Uh, again, it's just going to be depending on what the New York Yankees lineup looks like tonight, whether we're getting Neil Walker in or some of those other guys in their middle infield, depending on what kind of lineup spot they draw. But at this point in the day, I've got Miguel Rojas at shortstop. This is just turning into like a Yankees and Marlins stack. In fact, it's exactly what it is so far. It's all of J Derek Jeter's favorite things. Yeah, yes, all of the Derek Jeter tonight. Okay, we've got 4150 remaining for a second baseman and a third baseman. We can put Travis Shaw in here as the contrarian play and play someone like as Drupal Cabrera against Herman Marquez or Robinson Cano against Garrett Richards. 
what what are you thinking in this range? Uh, I like that. If you want to get Travis Shaw in there as a contrarian pick, I, I definitely think that that is a fine strategy and one that I you know I, I like it a lot. If we're trying to go contrarian with it, um, another thing that I would consider doing. Uh, actually, no, I like that a lot. I, I'm not. We we can't play a pitcher, a hitter against a pitcher on this slate. So I definitely think that Travis Shaw would be the move here. So then at second base, do you like Azdrubal at 4,000? Whit Merrifield against Liriano. We know that hasn't gone well in the past at 4,100. Who, who's your favorite second baseman in that 4,000 and below range? I'm probably going to be Azdrubal Cabrera. Uh, again, the, the Mets have a very similar environment to the Yankees tonight. Uh, so I, I do like Cabrera a lot. You know, he's a switch hitter that's going to carry the platoon advantage throughout the game. Uh, so I, I think that that's a pretty sound choice. And I also think he's going to be similar to Travis Shaw and that he's not going to be highly owned. So the DraftKings lineup, again, starting with the idea that we want to play Sanchez, Judge, and Stanton everywhere. you got Wheeler and Barrios at starting pitcher, Justin Bohr at first base as Drupal Cabrera at second, Travis Shaw at third, and I would caution this. Travis Shaw is not a cash game play tonight. He does have a bit of a foot injury. He is facing a pitcher that looked great in his first start, but, man, Travis Shaw at Miller Park has just been awesome this year, and I expect it to continue. Miguel Rojas at shortstop, just 2700 and Derek Dietrich at $3,000. Go to Sportsline, a little closer to luck. See where these guys end up in the lineup. There may be a better punt that emerges. That's where we're at right now on DraftKings. I kind of left FanDuel out of the discussion because it's a different type of ballgame. You, you really can't play Sanchez, Judge, and Stanton. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very difficult to get them all in. You You can do it, but... If you're going to do it, you're going to need some pretty extreme value. And really, the, the way that you're going to be able to do that is if someone like Neil Walker happens to be in the lineup and you get that $2,000 pump play, and then it's those are your four Yankees. But probably not the best winning strategy tonight. I think it's probably you pick Judge and Sanchez and then maybe look to someone like Brett Gardner instead of Stanton for the last spot. I see you're looking at second base on FanDuel, and I think you want to try to start out going below $3,000 at second base. Glaber Torres is $2,900. He won't be, it won't be an actual Yankee stack because he won't be anywhere close to Judge and Sanchez in the lineup. But do you like Torres tonight, or is there another cheap second baseman you like better? Uh, I do. I like uh, Torres. The only other guy that I, I like similarly that, you know, we kind of saw it over on DraftKings. Uh, I, you know, Call it contrarian, call it whatever you might. It's only contrarian because there's 15 games. The Miami Marlins are one of my favorite stacks tonight. And I think Starlin Castro at 2,800 is a pretty good play knowing that, you know, he's on the road. He's probably going to hit third. Very favorable lineup spot with that park shift. I think I prefer him slightly to Torres. Yeah, I like, I like him better because I think at this point you have to assume Starlin Castro is a better hitter. He's not quite in as good of an environment, but he'll have a much better spot in the order. And it saves us a hundred bucks, which is going to be a key tonight. Have you scouted out any minimum priced or close to minimum minimum price plays on FanDuel that you really think you're going to have in the lineup tonight, regardless of position? Um, well, like again, the one that we've talked about the most, Neil Walker, certainly going to be the guy that you're getting in. Um, the other one that I, I really like, it's not even that close to minimum price, but Brett Gardner at 3100 leading off. I, I think that you know we didn't have him on DraftKings at 3500. But at 31 on FanDuel, I really think that we should try to get some exposure to Brett Gardner. Um, you know, Derek Dietrich, 2400 was good. Matt Olson, 2800 The only problem with him is he plays first base. Uh, good matchup for him against Andrew Kashner. Uh, but other than that, I don't have any real minimum price guys yet until we see some more lineups. 
I do like having Gardner in the outfield there, right, right in front of Judge. I love Dietrich, obviously. I, I don't feel real comfortable about Neil Walker being in the lineup tonight, but the nice thing about that is if you plug Neil Walker in at utility at $2,000 and you get to 6 p.m. tonight, you've got an hour until lock and you're really kind of setting your lineups and you find out he's not playing, I feel relatively confident on a 15-game slate there's going to be value pops up that we can just put in his place. Oh, certainly. There's definitely going to be someone that's $2,000 that's going to be in a lineup tonight and likely not facing, say, Garrett Cole or Barrios. So, yeah, there's definitely going to be an option for you. So the lineup now is uh, Barrios, Sanchez, Castro, Judge, Dietrich, Gardner, and Neil Walker or whatever cheap value pops up. We've got 3750 remaining for third base and shortstop. I'm not going to ask you to play Travis Shaw in both lineups unless you really want to. Who is there a stud at short or third that you'd want to play and then try to go cheap with the other one? Or you want to take more of a middling approach? Um, I, I think maybe a middling approach. Although I, you know, are we considering Josh Donaldson a stud? He's returning tonight here, 3,500. Look, the hitting environment is miserable in Tampa Bay, but at 3,500 in this matchup, I I think that he's someone you should probably be considering at least at that price. Well, point. and he had. Four hits in the double hitter yesterday, including one or two home runs. Um, I, I, I obviously at least one. I don't know if he hit two or not, but he definitely was very, very active and, and played very well. Looked great. So we'll plug Donaldson in at third base, leaving four thousand dollars for shortstop. You've got Carlos Correa. You've got Marcus Simeon. Who's your favorite shortstop in that range? Uh, it's going to be Carlos Correa for sure. I think that that's the one environment that we don't have any exposure to yet. Uh, that, that I think would be a mistake if we kind of ignored Chris Medlin pitching. Even though I know the humidor is there, Chris Medlin at Chase Field, that's something I would like to be picking on. So the FanDuel lineup, Jose Barrios, Sanchez, Castro, Donaldson, Correa, Judge, Dietrich, Gardner, and Neil Walker. Let's go win a bunch of money. I like that lineup a lot. That's going to be a really, really nice lineup tonight. <laughs> 